Good, good morning, everyone. It's early. It's like 520-something. Um, welcome to LCBU Challenge, podcast number two, and episode number 93 of my podcast. And I thank y'all for stopping by, stopping in. Um, means a lot to me. It's early in the morning. We're out here in the truck. It's dark, and we're trying to get you a podcast recorded quick, so... Not super quick, though. Don't worry. <laughs> um, Quip Expo's coming, and man, it's it's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I hope all of you guys are looking forward to it. If you're on the fence, you know, still plenty of time to come. Um, and exciting news, I talked to last night, I talked to Alex Counterman with the Long Care Together podcast. He's going to try to get out. A ton of podcasts, you know, between now and the expo too, as well. So that'll be cool as well. Um, and any of y'all out there, feel free to join in anytime, long care wise. So, yeah, that's what's going on. But I wanted to share a story with you guys for this morning's podcast. So, when I was about 12 years old or so, 11, 12, 13, somewhere in that range. Um, maybe as some of y'all, I had a go-kart, I had a go-kart, it was a, it was a yellow go-kart, said Cheetah on it, I don't know exactly what brand it was, it was a two-seater, you know, y'all know this, uh, two-seater, one-wheel drive, <laughs> um, it had a, uh, uh, Tecumseh in, engine on it, I think. And it was not, I don't think it was, I know for a fact it wasn't even brand new when I bought it, but um, it was cool. We, you know, me and my brother, we save up our monies and we each bought different go-karts at the time, <laughs> picked them up, you know, yard sale or different stuff. And, but what was so cool is, or back then, you know, there was, we lived on this long uh, road that was kind of close here, local in town. And up at the top of that street, you had to go over like maybe four or five commercial industrial buildings. But then uh, there was a uh, a small engine shop there, a small engine shop. And um. So, and they mainly sold mowers, and they mainly, you know, they had Red Max, they had Gravely. I mean, this is back in the day when I was a kid. I wasn't, um, but he also, you know, it's a small engine shop. So, we literally drive up there and, like, from my house, you know, because you can't drive or anything, and I'll walk across all these industrial spots um, and walk over to his store. I think sometimes we would even just leave the go-kart parked on the side of the road, like at the top of our street and just leave it parked there and then just walk over there to this uh, shop and um, we would just walk over there because, you know, because the driveways, 
you know, the driveways, they, uh, they touch the main road, but, um, but they didn't, you know, you couldn't like get across one, one building to another. There's like concrete curbing and stuff. So you couldn't just like drive over, you know, straight over to the small engine place. And, you know, with an old go-kart with, you know, with the chain and the clutch and, you know, the one wheel drive set up, if y'all know, if y'all had a go-kart as a kid from, you know, early 2000s, late 90s or whatever, they, they broke a lot, you know, so, um, so I was always going over there, uh, pretty often and talking to the guy that owned that small engine place and like buying parts for the go-kart, uh, gas caps and different carburetor parts and I don't know, chains and maybe tires, throttle cable, you know, just different things. And, um, and like I said, he actually sold go-karts a little bit too. I remember even back then, like kind of on display, he had a, he had a go-kart sitting there, but it, it was, um, it was a go-kart, but it was like, it like had like a NASCAR body. <laughs> I don't know if y'all have seen those before, like you sit in it, but it, it's made to, you know, it's made to look like a NASCAR. I think it may even been like a fiberglass kind of body. Um, had like a body on it. So like your head would just like stick out of the top, but, um, it kind of looked like a NASCAR. Um, the go-kart part was the same as just all of our other standard yard carts, you know? Um, but, you know, I remember that being there on display and always thinking that was, always thinking that was cool, you know, when I, when I would go there. Um, and so, you know, man, this is such a long time ago, you know, and so, so going up there and buying those parts and doing that stuff. And then what happened was, I think, um, with this particular, and we didn't, we don't live it. Um, we didn't, let me, like, I'm trying to think, maybe when I was like 14 or something, we moved away from that house and bought one still in the area but maybe you know 20 minutes away or something so we didn't live there and then um also around that time uh you know as i think maybe 078 or i'm trying to think maybe 0708 uh maybe 05 or something the guy he actually he owned the building but he he actually um, took a job like working like in the oil field, like driving a, a truck of some kind of transport, some kind of something where he like worked in the oil field out west. You know, it was like becoming a real big thing at the time. People were like going out there to do that. And so he he basically just kind of locked the door on the uh, on the shop there. Um, he locked the door on the shop and he went out and you know, start working on that oil field and literally, um, up until, or, or, you know, even right now, he still owns the building. It's still sitting there. Um, you know, it's got the red max signs in the windows and everything, you know, it's a little mower shop and, but it's still sitting there still, um, you know, nothing really going on with it. And he's, he still owns the building. 
Um, and but literally, I haven't seen him in like you know, 10, 12 years, maybe, maybe 15 years now, maybe even more. So maybe I had seen him once like passing on the road or something, but you know, like I said, he, he's still doing that work. So he's still out West. Most of the time he's not really in our area or in our town. Um, but the other day at the end of my route, it was a Saturday, just finished up my lawn Saturday afternoon and I'm getting gas and I look over and he's he's right there. And I'm like, wow, like he didn't even recognize me or anything, but um you know, such a cool guy. I'm like, I gotta go say hey to him. So I went I went and talked to him and um it it was so cool because just it's cool to see someone from way back in the day and it was such a cool experience to talk with him and told him about, you know, my life, what's going on in my business and um, you know, told still cutting lawns, still doing that. Cause you know, I, I was doing that and working with my dad then. And my dad, you know, would buy parts from here and there, you know, for actual lawn care business. Um, so, I mean, he knows my dad and, and Nick and all that. And so I'm like, Hey, you know, still cutting lawns, have my business doing that. My dad still has a business doing lawns and, uh, you know, and landscaping and all that different things. And, uh, it was just such a, such a cool experience to catch up with him and I walk up walk up on his pickup truck he was there getting getting some gas actually for his uh he still has like a piece of property here um I think with a good bit of land good bit of mowing and stuff on it so he was there actually to get get some gas like for his I mean again he's a red max dealer way back so he was there to get some gas for his red max string trimmer and handheld blower there sitting in the back of his pickup truck and they were um like this is an old red max trimmer like it did not you know how like um there'll be like parts of it like around the engine that are like plastic like for like uh, the little part like where the clutch is or maybe the part where the air cleaner is and different things you know just like every trimmer brand right now like some of that, you know, the frame and stuff is metal, but then some of the parts are like plastic, like on the trimmer, just like every brand is like that, like steel, like everything, certain parts of it will be like plastic just all around the trimmer. Well, he still has one of these Red Max trimmer where like, where you look at it and like where that, the clutch housing and all that is just like all metal, you know, all metal red, you know what I mean? So, I mean, it's like a back in the day trimmer red max trimmer um still has it he says still works good um and you know had a a handheld blower that looked like it was from back in the day as well too and it was so cool to to catch up with him and to see those old old piece of equipment like that and so and and so i i talked to him there at the gas station like literally 20 30 minutes and he, you know, just talked to him all about what's going on in my life and talked to him about my church and, um, my business. And he was really interested in like the, the new electric equipment. And I was like, Hey, you know, someday you should open back up your mower shop. And he's like, well, cause there's, we still don't have much locally as far as that. There's only like one dealer and it's not the best, you know, kind of thing. And, 
supply, you know, and there's tons of landscapers here, tons of homeowners too, but you know, it's a big, you know, around this lake, it's a big deal, just, you know, lawn care landscaping in general. And so, um, he's like, you know, cause I told him, I said, maybe someday you should start it up again. He's like, nah, cause he said, now I think everything's going to end up going battery. They won't need my small engine shop to, you know, re replace carburetors and stuff. Uh, cause that's, you know, most of what we did and do and stuff. And I mean, I think he has a point for that. Um, I mean, I, I, I really, as far as like commercial users, I don't see anyone in my local area, you know, doing like battery handheld equipment. I know there's some, some of my friends, some of y'all across online, you know, are doing it and stuff, but don't really see many or any, you know, cause it's hard, especially if you have a big crew, if you have crews and stuff like you just, you would need so many batteries and, and all that. But, um, you know, but I, but on the other hand, I do think he has a point for that, but I just tell you this story because someone, you know, I recognize him 10, 15 years later, maybe even more than that, maybe 16. I don't know. You know, it's been, been a while, been a while. And, um, and to see him, to run into him at the gas station like that, that was just so cool. Uh, and so, so, so great to catch up with him. And, you know, I used to, you know, buy parts from him as a little kid to work on my go-kart and, you know, and Zach, my brother had one too, and my dad would help us like wrench on him and stuff. And man, and so to see him so many years later, it was great to catch up with him. He had a big smile on his face. So I went over and talked to him and, you know, he knew who I was, you know, once he knew who I was like immediately and, or, you know, once he knew who I was like after a couple seconds. And I think he actually knew right away when I walk up. Um, so, you know, so that I just tell you all that story because, you know, that's like, I guess it's first experience I have you know, when I was young of, of a mower shop, you know what I mean? So, I mean, this is back in the day I wasn't even mowing, but it's literally the first mower shop that I would like go to and walk in. And, um, even as a kid and, you know, we were buying this stuff to try to get our go-karts put back together. And that was happened on a pretty regular basis. Um, if y'all had <laughs> yard carts like that and you, you know, and as a kid, we put a lot of miles on them. So you end up breaking them and stuff. Um, you know, her one wheel drive too. So that tire, you know, would get bald and stuff. I mean, you know, there's a lot of stuff that would happen with them. It seemed like they would have a lot of trouble like running and stuff. I know like pull cord, I was having to replace that, you know, a bunch and or every soft, you know, just, you know, starting it up, starting it up, just, you know, all kinds of stuff, you know, just back in the day as a kid. And I tell you all that now because it's crazy. Cause that's like my first, like, mower dealer experience you know i didn't even really pay it i wasn't you know intentionally doing that as a kid but literally my first you know mower dealer experience and then i run into him at the gas station that was it was so cool so i want to tell you all that story because i see him all these years later and and he used to go to the expo and all that stuff as a dealer and that's how we figure out what he would he would uh stock and all those things and that that was super cool I'm like hey we're going this year you know if you want to come because he's still trucking you know driving across country and different things so hey maybe you'll come to expo um gave him my business card so he could like stay in touch or whatever and 
that was it. But man, it was, it was such, it was so cool. Cause I, I haven't, like I said, he's been out West or whatever. And I just, I really haven't really honestly thought about him or even seen him in a long time. And so to just see him there, I'm like, man, I got to go say hey to him. Right. So, um, so I appreciate you guys. Long care brothers unite challenge. Um, all you guys out there are awesome. Long Care Together podcast. I appreciate my friend Mike Gunn. Long Care Community podcast. Uh, Long Care Life in Missouri podcast. Phil's Long Care. Ah, man, I messed it up again. Mow to Grow podcast. Um, and uh, appreciate Aaron Sutter mowing in the dark. And there's possibly more that would be joining in on the challenge. Um, but... I just appreciate y'all, even y'all that are not in on the challenge, but Mike Gunn hasn't said he's in on the challenge, but I'm hoping he will join in for it. <laughs> so, um, but Alex Counterman, he said he's going to start, he's going to try to, uh, pump out some in the challenge as well. So appreciate you guys. I don't know how many days it is till expo, but it's coming. It's racing fast. So if you haven't booked your stuff yet, book your stuff, you know? So, <laughs> um, big shout out. To my friend, my man Philly boy too. Uh, he's been emailing me. He's been getting me some clips. We're gonna get some more clips together, and we're gonna drop some. He's gonna catch us up on his business stuff. We're gonna drop it in a podcast too. It's yeah, a lot of cool stuff coming up. All right, it's at five forty three now. I gotta go in and start getting my breakfast. Start cooking my breakfast and stuff. And we gotta get on to another big lawn care day. I gotta, you know. Got a mowing route, plus uh, this weekend a customer wants me to do put some rocks on, you know, make this path for them. It's not a big deal, but Saturday or whatever, got to make this path. It's probably, I don't know, 15 feet or 10 feet or something. Put some rocks around this, these square stones he has. And yeah, so we got, we're busy. We got to get after it. So appreciate you guys hanging with me and uh, let's get to it.